Okay, so Eric, a really eventful uh, couple days over Christmas now. As we have wrapped up, we were recording the day after Christmas on the 26th. You all will be hearing this on the 27th, early Wednesday morning or whenever you're listening. So hopefully everyone had a good and yep. nice Christmas. Uh, what d did you do over the holiday yourself? Me? Uh, well, obviously, you know, my family lives about four and four and a half miles mm. away from here. Miles so, or hours? Oh, hours. Hours, I was going <laughs> to say, bad. yeah. Uh, so I, from southern for, New York, yeah. so I didn't really, you know, drive up there concerning the fact that I was working this weekend. Mm. Um, but I did give them a nice FaceTime Christmas Day. Mm. Um, you know, my mother and brother came over last week during oh, my days off. My dad's coming over Wednesday, so it's not a total loss, but it, yeah. it was nice. It, rather uneventful for me but um I, i'm sure you had a had a more eventful um yeah break right yeah i went family right? yeah, yeah i yeah. went up to jersey where my family's at so i went they were there and stuff and yeah. uh saw them uh went to my girlfriend's house too but i mean i drove back this morning at around twelve thirty. was so. pretty dense right huh Fog was pretty dense, right? Yeah, yeah, this morning, and that's a perfect set. Yeah, so traversing back, had a good holiday, but there was some fog, especially yeah. more north locations. But uh, into the morning, it began to lift off the dense fog advisory, got pushed up closer into parts of Pennsylvania and northeastern Maryland rather than us here on the lower shore on the peninsula. So we kind of lucked out there, but with this fog, Eric, that we're seeing, a lot of it is actually driven from the ocean this morning. Yeah. Uh, we looked out at the yep. ocean down or ocean downs, uh, the ocean city sky cam, not well, even ocean downs, but it looked like it had rained and had a few people questioning if it rained this morning and it didn't rain. It was all just yeah. mostly that misty marine layer that we saw with the fog well, blowing in. Well, off the same the ocean. thing, the same thing with uh, Rehoboth Beach was really bad as well. It's mainly just because we had persistently easterly winds, like you yeah. said, last night into this morning. And then we kind of had a layer of warmer air filtering in aloft. So that was kind of acting like a cap per se. Yeah. So it was trapping in a lot of low level moisture. So that we, you know, basically a high pressure to the east. And that was kind of a recipe for some uh, dense fog to. Um, yeah. Occur. And with those ocean temperatures, especially across Delmarva, those are the areas that. Uh, or times that we'll see the big influences from the ocean and the bay as well, yeah. especially with that a bit of a messy setup that we have right now with uh, this, we'll call it a system that is going on. It's uh, occluded, cold front, yeah. warm front. It's kind of everything. It c clears up later in the week and just turns into a cold front, but uh, bringing us some more rain as well with this system. Obviously, we're dealing with the fog today, and we will tomorrow as well in those spots that don't see the rain immediately. But uh, quickly, once that rain moves in, it's looking like we'll have another rainy Wednesday yeah. with uh, not going to be dealing with the torrential storms that we saw uh, last week as well. Me and Rich were talking about that. Yeah, with the five inches of rain in some spots, yeah. really killed the drought uh, issues that we saw across Delmarva to start December. So a much improved seam, and we got more uh, rain on the way this Wednesday as well with this next system. I mean, that was the only positive thing with the last storm, I guess, if you really want to scrape the bottom of the barrel per se. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, I mean, just within the past month, a drastic improvement, um, places like Accomack County, which were in severe drought, now it's just been down to a moderate drought. I don't want to really say downgrade, more, kind of more of an upgrade, depending mm. on how you... Yeah. Depending yeah. how you... Um, it was a lot at once, but, uh, but it was needed, yeah. 
Um, basically, the lot, a lot of the peninsulas where it should be in terms of uh, soil moisture content. Um, the northern tier of the peninsula is pretty much in the clear. It's mainly just, you know. Of course, we have to wait for the next update, which comes out Thursday, I believe, for this week. But last week, it, it was really just the southern tier of the peninsula, which had moderate and abnormal um, dry conditions. And then you know, just getting on the onset of drought for extreme western Dorchester County. But other than that, the rest of the peninsula right now is pretty much in the clear. I mean, this, if in Salisbury, the Salisbury Airport, which has been keeping records since 1948, um, has us at 7.44 inches mm. of rain for the month. Yeah, and that most make, of that came from that one it storm. Did. So. It did, um, and that puts us actually, I checked, at the fifth wettest December on record. Mm. Well, we should be at around uh, 2.86 inches. Yeah. We're you know, well, well above that. Well past that. Yeah, um, which was pr it's pretty um, typical for uh, for El Nino. Yeah. With, with the very active it's, it's a very It's a very uh, conducive setup for the systems that we're seeing, yeah. especially. Now, this one that we're going to see coming on Wednesday that has been causing the issues out in the Midwest with the blizzards and all mm -hmm. that travel issues uh, for the holiday out there. Luckily here, we didn't really deal with that, but if you obviously were going westward, there were some more issues, but uh, it's the same systems. This one's not as much of yep. what we'll call an El Nino system. It's a yeah. little more of just kind of a, a big synoptic scale system yeah. and it's kind of a mess to put it frankly and later on it'll clear up a little bit more and then we'll kind of shift back into more of that El Nino setup that we're seeing but mm -hmm. like you mentioned a very conducive setup with just how everything aligns to really shoot up water across our area and base I would assume um, those other years that we saw those record rainfall amounts and we're not done here yet for 2023's um, yep. December that they would also have been an El Nino winter as well, most likely, if I were, uh, if we were to go back and check the quote unquote setup for those years. Yeah, but um, you know, regarding with this upcoming system, we, we gotta be really thankful that it's just not looking as impressive as the last system. Mm -hmm. um, like you said, um, this system really isn't too much like, you know, of a fully El Nino influence. With the last system, you had yeah. both the subtropical jet and, and the uh, polar jet kind of phasing with each other. Yeah. But when that happens, you get you can get you know big time storms with uh, this one. Uh, a the, lot of moisture. The jet with the that jet dynamics too, yeah. just aren't as strong, which means you're not getting as much Gulf moisture pulled northward, mm. and you're not getting that enhanced uh, lifting to intensify storms. So what we got here is mainly, I think, it looks like the primary driver will just be some warmer air filtering in, kind of yeah, what we call isentropic lift, basically mm. warm air filtering over the cooler air at the surface and you know we are getting some tropical moisture pulled northward so it will be a soggy wednesday but we're not talking about five six seven inch rain totals i think at maximum at max maybe localized two inches if that if yeah looks fit. I, I agree with and the you. winds aren't going to be nearly as gusty All, as well on that this just doesn't have the dynamics it doesn't. to really have any thankfully wind. we don't need anything like yeah. that <laughs> uh any wind issues we already had that yeah. with our last system with that over five inches of rain this is again it's still going to drop at least an inch of rain in some yeah. spots with it raining throughout most of the day but uh locally uh, maybe like you mentioned over two inches but at general, max i would say general, yeah generally it is backed off quite a bit compared to where it was uh this time kind of last slow week. down too, kind of more so and a lot more drier air working its way in as well kind of yeah. eating away at that system like this morning there was rain just off to the west uh 
of the bay and Virginia and all of it, none of it made it across yeah, the bay. Yeah, the green well, shield was kind of just yeah, breaking apart, kind of due to that high off the east kind of eating away. The yeah, and with yeah. that east wind kind of actually protecting the areas on the peninsula with it kind of helping to quote unquote blow it back into Virginia, a little bit of that air kind of eats away at it. So kind of just gave way to just a misty morning and it wasn't even in the sense falling precipitation was just that condensed lower layer of clouds. But uh, shifting back to the El Nino idea that we're seeing, it's good news for snow lovers as we approach our two coldest months that we see in January and February across Delmarva. And, uh, you know, it's not seen anything in the long term quite yet, but the setup is there and it is a good stepping stone for us to see these systems that blow through that are conducive to see that winter precipitation. And as we go into those cooler months, some colder air moves down, this rain will be turned into snow. And if that last system was all snow, we would have been talking about uh, a blizzard conditions oh. across oh, we would have. most yeah. locations. Um, I mean, here's the thing, like first snowstorm, you don't need like full Arctic outbreaks. You just mm. need the temperatures marginal enough to get snow. And with El Nino, of course, you have the very active subtropical mm. jet and as we go later into the winter, um, if you get that, you get that subtropical jet and you even just get marginally cold air, you can't get big snowstorms. And we're starting to shift into a pattern by the looks of it as we get towards later January and especially February, signs of more, uh, more um, support for cooler outbreaks as we're seeing right now, but it looks like the polar vortex is in a state <laughs> of weakening which there's Everyone, been a lot of talk about. Um, Everyone's favorite uh, winter term is polar vortex. Yeah. That's one of the big weather stories. Exactly, yeah. Um, so, you know, when you get instances like that, it kind of splits. You get the potential for what we call high latitude blocking. Basically, you get a, a blocking high pressure in Greenland just to um, the, the north of us, and then that could kind of support the cold air. And you can also get better potential for cooler out, colder outbreaks as well. So when you get that interacted with a sub, an El Nino type subtropical jet stream, you can get storms that, tap, get, that can tap in better to colder air. And then it looks like we're shifting into a pattern where that will become more favorable, more so than December. We weren't expecting yeah. winter storms in December. That wasn't our thought process. We, our thought process yeah. was later in the winter is where we get the better potential. Yeah, we typically don't see our first snow until or measurable snow here in Salisbury until late December anyway. Yeah, so we are climatologically. Yeah, <laughs> so we are behind on that aspect, but we already have tied our record from last year of uh, trace. So already ahead of schedule, but we are going to see things change into the winter. And like you mentioned, sort of just with the upper air dynamics of the setup for these systems, uh, a lot of times too, those two colder months help to intensify that polar vortex, we'll call it, and it can seep down a little bit better in behind some of these systems or riding with it and kind of riding the coattails. And if you get enough cooling in behind that, kind of creeps out a little bit. Some of that precip's lagging behind. You can get, that's where that rain snow line, one of the most infamous yeah. uh, things <laughs> that we deal with. A little bit different up in New York, but uh, at least from the areas that me and Rich are from, we always are dealing with that fight of the rain snow line yeah. sort of near I-95. Yeah. Uh, seems to be where it sets up and there's climatological reasons for that. But uh, the setup is conducive for that 
to continue into our two coldest months. So it's good news in that front. And like you mentioned, we are more expecting not a continuously snowy winter, yeah. but there's eventually the th idea is with the setup is there's going to be maybe one, two, three cases where we could see maybe five plus inches of yeah. some snow. Um, so more so less nuisance events and we could still have nuisance events. Long range forecasting is a little more subjective yeah. than um, yeah. the next seven days. But the idea is there for us to still see those bigger scale systems work their way through. And really it is good news if you like the snow. I know I want to see some snow. I haven't seen snow here in quite a little bit now. So it'll be nice to, you know, hopefully get a little bit of some of those big snowmakers as we go into January. I would suspect by mid-January maybe we'll start to track in a few more of these big nor'easters. Yeah, it's well. like what you said with the last system. You know, if we had the cold air, it would have been a full-out blizzard. It's just yeah. that with that system, there wasn't even any cold air ahead of it. And behind the system, the cooler air was rushing in, but it was too late. So we got the cooler air after the storm, but it, it just wasn't interacting with it. So it was all rainmaker. Even well towards the north, places like Mount Washington, where the high was 41 degrees, yeah. I heard. It was an all-out rainstorm even at Mount Washington. Yeah, even those upper elevations, like you mentioned, I saw into the upper peninsula in Michigan as well. Didn't see any snow in parts of Canada. Yeah. Where all, everyone was seeing rain just because the polar vortex we'll call it or the high pressure up near the north pole yeah just hasn't strengthened enough and it was a little it was a little bit stronger mm -hmm. that air maybe rushes in a little bit quicker yeah. changes some of that precip in the back end to snow and with how much uh water was accessible to this yeah. uh with the dynamics um, you can yeah. see it dip down into the gulf and really just lift up a crap ton of moisture yeah. and uh it's I believe it's eight or ten inches for every inch of rain that we see will would be snow so uh or something whatever the conversion so is snow ratios yeah, yeah i believe it's eight or ten inches it's so like a 10 to 1 ratio yeah. that's around 32 it, it's one inch of one inch of water so equates to 10 inches of snow yeah so we got almost five or six inches in some spots yeah. uh, do the math there we would have been seeing oh. feet of snow oh uh, it, it would yeah. have been. It would have been a. It would have been its own set of problems for travel, at least. I don't know if you saw the videos different. of the mountain ranges towards the north with all the yeah. snow melt. Like, we had the flooding here, but they had a different kind of flooding with, with the water running down uh, the, the mountains. Getting rid of all that overflowing snow. Overflowing of the rivers. It was, it was yeah. devastating for the Mid Atlantic and New England. It was Not, a big storm. It, yeah, it caused issues all the way from uh, even further west yeah. as well. Yeah. It was a system that spanned all the way into Canada down to yeah. the Gulf and really nailed the mid-Atlantic and Northeast. Thankfully, it was the week before uh, Christmas and the travels there. So uh, we lucked out there, still dealing with some issues this week with our next system. Yep. Not really El Nino related, more so just a, a mid-latitude cyclone that will yeah. have a roll on through. But um, yeah, I think it's a good way to end off our last podcast of 2023. That's right. So this will be... Our last one of the year will be back next year, uh, pun intended and not intended there as well, as uh, our next one, I believe, will be January 2nd of next year. So 2024 
we'll be back. Uh, Eric and I obviously didn't start the year on the podcast, but now we are both here as well as we both are now employed here. So uh, Rich will be back next week as well, I believe. Maybe not. Don't quote me on that. If not, it'll be me and Eric as well as Rich is off again for the holidays for today. So he should if, be back Tuesday. Yeah, is he back? Okay. So yeah, next week Monday, it'll be it'll be Rich yeah. and uh, one of us. I'm not sure who, but we'll surprise. figure that out. So this was. Uh, Mine and Eric signing off, the two newest meteorologists here at 47 ABC. Uh, we'll talk to you next year, hopefully recapping a chance for maybe some snow as we head into the new year as well. So hope everyone had Fingers a crossed. good year. Hopefully. Uh, <laughs> hopefully we'll be tracking some snow. If not, hope everyone has a good holiday or had a good holiday whenever you're listening to this. And uh, feel free to download and listen. It is free no matter where you get your podcasts. Again, this is the... Weatherwise podcast brought to you by the meteorologist here at 47 ABC. He's meteorologist Eric Alf. I'm meteorologist Jake Grant. And we'll talk to you next. Week.